welcome to The Hive Podcast, a show that helps inspire you to pursue your passions and ambitions. My name is Jared Spink and I'm your host. I'm a photographer, videographer, and entrepreneur. Join me as I sit down with other entrepreneurs and creators to learn more about their process, how they've built communities around their brands, and the experiences they've had along the way. I hope that these conversations inspire you to pursue your goals. You're listening to The Hive Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hive Podcast. Thanks for listening and watching each and every week. I really do uh, appreciate your guys' support. If you want to show your support, there is a link to the Buy Me a Coffee page. If you want to buy me a coffee, uh, that'll be linked down in the show notes and the description of the video if you're watching on YouTube. But let's get into it. As always, I have a fantastic guest in store for you this week. This person has only been on the YouTube platform for about eight months when I was looking at his channel and his videos are absolutely amazing. And just today, as we're recording this, he hit 1000 subscribers, even though he should probably have tens of thousands because his channel is just so amazing. So let's welcome our guest, Mr. Kyle Watts. What's up, dude? Hey, not much, man. That's a fun little intro there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, man, congratulations on hitting a thousand subscribers today, right before we jumped on this call. It's absolutely amazing, man. Your uh, guest from last week, Paul, decided to kind of go all out and do a tweet storm about trying to get me to a thousand today. So yeah, I mean, you were so close. You were so close. Paul's an amazing, uh, amazing guy, super supportive. Uh, But I'm happy to have you on the show, especially on such like a a huge milestone day for you. I mean, how does that feel? Feels good. You know, it's, uh, it's something where... I'm not really as concerned about, you know, obviously growing the channel is a thing that just takes time and, you know, it's always long term that you're looking at anyways, but it feels good to check off those little ones along the way. So, um, I've, you know, first off that like hundred subscriber one was always kind of the fun one. Yeah. Just cause that's usually like the hardest one to get on any channel. So it really to get 100 is people interested enough, you know, you have like no YouTube algorithm working for you. Mm-hmm. It's all just kind of word of mouth or hope that people land on your channel and whatnot and stuff like that so it's yeah that one's fun but yeah a thousand thousand feels good because now it's uh now it kind of feels more real in a way right yeah i remember casey making a video one time talking about because when he hit like i don't even know what he's at like is he at 10 million or like he's at some ridiculous number right millions um but i remember him saying like he made a video talking about how hitting a million wasn't nearly as hard as hitting like a hundred thousand and a hundred thousand wasn't as hard as hitting, you know, that 1000 and 1000 wasn't as hard as hitting that 100, that 100 is hard when you're first getting started. Like, like you mentioned, but, uh, congratulations. I'm happy to have you on the show. Your channel is all about filmmaking, uh, videography, photography, audio engineering, uh, music producing. You do a lot of tutorials, occasional vlogs, uh, but that's what's on your the description of your channel. I would love to hear from you, the creator, just the focus of your channel, what you try to get across to those that give you their time and watch your videos. Well, for me, most of it's just, you know, giving some kind of content that's, you know, important for people to learn, really. I guess it's um, not, not that's not the way I wanted to say it, I guess. But it's uh, I want to give something that's actually like worthwhile if you're going to watch the videos to go home with and be able to apply that to kind of whatever you're doing anyways. So um, that kind of has been something I've always just done naturally my whole life is just kind of be a little bit of a kind of a teacher in a way. So part of this kind of comes easy with that. I like, I kind of understand how to explain things 
on an easier level. Because sometimes you just watch a video and they talk about crazy numbers and stats and you're like, that's cool. I don't know what that means, but it's, uh, you know, I like kind of explaining it more to someone who's maybe just getting started in, in filmmaking or cameras themselves. So, yeah. And it comes across really genuine on your channel. It's fantastic. You, you, you work in a lot of humor. Um, and as you got more comfortable making videos, the humor, it really does come out like your latest videos. You're a big back to the future fan and you work that into your latest videos. And it's, it's hilarious and awesome all at the same time. But going back to that very first video, right? When you're planning on making the channel and you know, you got to get that, that YouTube banner set up. You got to get the thumbnail. You got to plan the video. You got to record. You got to edit. Walk me through that process and on how you got started on your first video. And like, you know, why, why was your first video, your first video? Like what made that topic your first video and kind of just walk me through that process of getting sure, started. Sure. Well, to kind of start with a little bit on this channel, this has actually been my second channel that I've had. Okay. Uh, my wife and I had kind of like a travel channel we were starting about a year prior. Um, what we're doing a few different fun things. And then, you know, obviously you kind of had to push yourself each week when you're not on the road to do content. And so we did some like local stuff in Minneapolis, but um, that was kind of a learning lesson. And I, I kind of found myself a lot looking at channels on how to do better, you know, gear stuff. And that's actually, I found your channel originally. It was looking up a 6,400 stuff. Oh, okay. Oh man. Don't go anybody. Don't go back and look at those videos. <laughs> oh, they're good videos. I, uh, even when I was doing this, like McKinnon backpack, I remember, uh, just kind of, you know, sometimes you just jump into a couple of videos, just be like, there's, I got to remember the, there's always a thing where you film a video and you forget a talking point. So sometimes I'll, I'll watch some other people's videos just to be like, that's the time I got to remember that too. So uh, not that you're trying to like copy anything, but I remember seeing your video on that McKinnon bag as well. So yeah, it's good inspiration. It's good inspiration. So anyways, I, I, I wanted to start my channel back kind of like April, May last year. Um, just because that's kind of when we stopped doing our travel thing and it was just, you know, starting to build my studio and getting photos done and banner and uh, getting more gear. And I, I just didn't feel ready at the time, especially trying to start like a gear channel, you kind of need some stuff to talk about right. other than like a couple things. Otherwise you do get lost. And, you know, usually I would say like start your channel right away and just get it going. Cause most of the time your first few videos are not going to be great anyways. Um, but I just kind of felt like coming from a second channel, I had like a higher standard to myself. So I, I kind of waited until I was ready to do a channel. Um, and then at that time I was just getting a whole bunch of stuff and I just got like my, a bunch of road microphones and, uh, the ZV one, uh, I originally bought the ZV one for my wife so she could bring it to like vet school. Um, the, the like one time a week, she would actually be able to go into school this year, uh, for like labs and stuff. But I ended up just taking that as a camera to start with, uh, mainly on that first video I did was, uh, the video itself was like best microphone for the Sony ZV one, which is a little point two camera. And I kind of wanted to like really neat, like niche down on that one because doing like a microphone versus video is a very competitive video, I, I think. So I figured if I did that on a specific camera, it might kind of stand out a little bit further. And uh, pretty much like right away, that video just started getting a ton of views, which was kind of fun. And in fact, I think it's maybe even still one of my like most watched videos on the channel, which is kind of weird. But um, that was a fun video where I started with kind of like a uh, like a teleprompter when I was doing the talking head stuff which I literally haven't used since that video because I just 
like I don't feel comfortable reading off a teleprompter. It just looks super unnatural for myself. Um, and I'm really good about just kind of rambling at times. So it keeps me on point, but also it kind of made me feel like a robot a little bit. So, um, so yeah, like now that I get, I get like comments on that every time and people are like, this is such a great video. And I'm just kind of like, uh, I wish I could do this video at this point. I wish YouTube had a thing where you could like delete the video and edit it and then like repost it and no one would ever know. That would be great. It's be awesome. But. It's funny, right? Like some of our most like watched and most popular videos are sometimes like our least favorite video. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the video. I, I, I took it, you know, my first, I think that video was like 28 minutes long or something like that. It was not it was a great for watch time, but yeah, I, I want to, uh, yeah, it actually does pretty well for watch time too, I think. Um, but it's just kind of like, I, I wanted to talk about all the mics and then showcase the distances of all the mics. Cause that's, I think an important thing on microphones. And then I also wanted to do like a walking around vlogging kind of talk with each mic. And um, it, it really helps a lot of people. You know, the, the ZV-1 thing right now is kind of blowing up again because people are starting to, you know, travel and start new channels and stuff. That camera's huge with like makeup channels and stuff. Um, but it's it was kind of a, an interesting video to do then because I felt like that camera had a decent onboard mic, but it wasn't great. So it was kind of like, hey, if you just bought this camera, like, here's some really good options to switch to that's going to like one up that camera even more. Um, Cause you know, like coming from an RX 100, that was always the weak point of that microphone is it didn't have an external mic. So it, like a lot of people wanted to get the ZV one and they're just like, Oh, it sounds good. And you're like, eh, use the mic. Like this is the one thing that people have been asking for for years and now you have it. So use it. <laughs> so it was a, uh, it was a fun video. And then like my second one, uh, second video, I did like a lens review and to me, it was kind of like you could sit in here and talk about a lens with a, you know, colored background and maybe show some B-roll. But I kind of felt if I'm going to show a lens, I'm going to go to like the most gorgeous place in Minnesota, which was up in like two harbors on Lake Superior, because it's going to make that lens look that much better if you're pointing it at anything that looks good. So I felt like and that video kind of also kind of jumped up right away, too. And, you know, I, I also helped that I probably had pretty good thumbnails. Um, so it's you know, it stands out that way too, but so importance, importance of thumbnails, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, those first couple of videos were like a relief to get done. And after that, I felt like it just got really easy starting the channel. So I would love to hear why you settled on. So you were doing kind of like, uh, you were doing a channel with your wife. What made you settle on doing a, a gear focused channel with it already being such a kind of crowded area on, on YouTube? crowded part doesn't really bother me so much just because you know everyone's gonna stand out at some point but um mainly ever since i mean i've been like once i get obsessed with a topic i would just like gear head all over it like whether it was skateboards when i was a kid it was i had to have everything and and it turned into car and then it was like building cars and putting turbos and nitrous and fun stuff you know all fast and furious on it back in those days uh, and then when i got into like recording like recording music that's what i also do um, I went from like, oh, hey, we'll have a couple plugins. We'll record some of my band stuff in our studio to dumping like 20 grand and building a real recording studio and like recording for other bands as well. And it was always kind of like you'd have one little problem. You're like, oh, I know what I got to get. I got to get more gear. And then you get more stuff. And, you know, whether you used it one time or not, um, I just kept collecting gear. And then when I kind of restarted like doing YouTube stuff again, 
same deal as like I had to have a new camera and then I had to, Oh, now you got the camera. It's well, now my focus is on the lens. And once you got the lens, it's like, well, what else can I get? And so like, I was obsessed with like looking for new gear for our other channel that I ended up kind of like watching so many videos on camera gear and lenses and audio and you name it to a point where I was just like, I feel like I could easily just do this myself. In fact, one of our videos we did on that channel was kind of a transitional video. Like I think if you're going to do a big change in your channel, make a video on it regardless of the channel. So I did a channel like, Hey, we're going to go from this little RX 100 to the Sony 6400. Uh, and I also bought this lens. Let's go check it out. And, you know, and our channel was getting a few hundred views for each video. And all of a sudden that thing just jumps up to a couple thousand right away. And I think it's probably our most, one of our more watched videos on that channel. And, you know, like I always said, like, I feel like it's easy to get views on searchable content like gear. So as long as you're having like the right, you know, keyword searches and tags and stuff, your video should eventually start surfacing more. And then obviously the more it gets watched, like the more it starts surfacing. So it's kind yeah, of, that's true. It, you know, it's like a snowball going down a hill usually when those kind of videos start getting traction. So now I say, I always feel like you get, you always know when you get traction on a video, when you start getting like thumbs down and like negative comments. That's <laughs> true. So it's like, I don't dislike negative comments. I don't think anybody likes them, but it's always fun when you get one. Cause then you're like, all right, so this is definitely, it's getting out there. Yeah. To where people have to feel obliged to you know put a negative comment on it, so it's kind oh. of like you you know that video made it. <laughs> yeah, those negative comments, man, and, and it's it's hilarious when they have nothing to do with the video too. Like they're just trying to be mean <laughs> for no particular reason. One of my last videos on that like boosted board, really, what that video to me was is I sat on that grip tape for like a year, and I got those new wheels, and I was kind of like, I, I I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna do a fun video on this, and just gonna do some kind of little B roll thing, and. Eventually, I was like, I just, I got to get this thing done. I, I want to ride it with new grip tape because the other grip tape I had was bad. And so I did that. And then, like, one of my first comments, someone was like, why are you doing a board, uh, review on a boosted board? That thing's dead. Like, do one on this. And I'm like, well, it wasn't a review on the board. So it's it's kind of funny how that, when you get those comments, you're just like, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. So I parted it, liked it, and left it alone. So What, what I love um, about your videos is like your personality and the humor that you really do put into them. And that can be kind of difficult in front of a camera, right? Like sometimes people can get kind of stiff and they feel kind of awkward when they're just talking to a camera. So was that easy for you to incorporate yourself? I mean, I know like for those of you listening, like it, it may not sound like this may sound like a stupid question, right? Like, of course you are who you are, but it's difficult for that to come across in a video, like it really is. So was it difficult for you to, to really be yourself in front of the camera or how much effort did you put forth into like trying to incorporate comedy into your videos? Cause I think that really does set you apart in the genre where it's not just like gear and, and stuff. And it, it is, but you mix it up with this just hilarious comedy. Like when you were doing the ZV one, uh, I don't forget what video it was, but you were doing like you full on, yeah. Or makeup. Like it was hilarious. Yep. <laughs> it was so funny, so, you know? So a lot of, so the humor, I mean, humor is obviously either you, you're, you like it or you don't. It's, it's like someone's humor, not humor in general. But um, I feel like at my work, I work at a pharmacy as well. I, I kind of wear many hats. And uh, one thing I do all, like all day long is just try to keep the attitude light. And I'm just trying to crack jokes left and right. Most of the time they're just kind of crappy dad jokes. But, uh, I think over the years, you just kind of realize like what, what works, what doesn't. 
And then, you know, most of the time you just probably kind of feel like an idiot for saying it, but that's fine. Because uh, it, it's going to be funny to someone and that's that's what I really care about anyways. Um, so that video you're talking about was like a YouTube lighting video. Um, and I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to address the fact that my channel had becoming like a lot of my subscribers, like when you, you know, when you get a subscriber, sometimes you'll click on it and be like, what kind of channel is this? You know, I want to see what, you know, what you're, who's subscribing to you. And so it's surprising that sometimes there's people with like 5 million like subscribers that are subscribing to my channel. And it's, it's kind of just like, well, that's weird. But uh, I started noticing a trend that I was getting a lot of these like lifestyle and makeup channels subscribing to the channel, mostly because I think all my ZV1 videos have been doing really good. And, you know, and I kind of thought like, I thought people like me would watch me, not like makeup channels, but then you start realizing, well, they probably want to learn how to use that camera. And so they're looking out for channels that are showing that ZV1. So the idea I had was kind of like, I'm going to pretend to do like to end of the video of a, it was kind of like a, a, a tutorial on how good the camera is filming makeup tutorials. And I'm like full, full fledged makeup. My wife helped me put it on. We made it a little more ridiculous than it needed to be. Um, and then I like myself walked in from uh, the outside, my, like my other self saying like, and then was kind of surprised, like, what, what are you doing here? And why are you wearing makeup? And so it's kind of this back and forth banter between like two of me's. And I was like, well, I need the studio because I got to record these people, this video on lighting to show these people. And so it's kind of like, to me, it was a commentary on like, Hey, I'm also trying to do lighting reviews, but if you want to, you know, learn how to make this camera work better for your makeup tutorials, it's kind of something like that, but it was fun. And then, you know, I incorporated doing, you know, the, the masking where you're putting yourself in the scene twice and something I just been wanting to do in a video for a while. So that's awesome, man. It was a great video. It was hilarious. And like I said, I love seeing how you incorporate humor into your videos. It really does set yourself apart from other people in the genre. I mean, there's plenty of people that do humor too, but it just is, a, it's a unique twist onto your videos and I really enjoy it. That's kind of the one thing that I really like about YouTube is that you can do what you want to do, or you can do what everyone else does. Uh, and you, there's no, there's not right or wrong to say either way, but like uh, a lot of channels that you watch are just kind of straightforward or they're real serious, uh, which is great. Like I learn a lot from those channels, but then there's a lot of channels like make art now with Josh Yo, where, it just like blows your mind. You're like, you're doing a gear review inside of like a, like a feature film. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Crazy. Like and I, I like the day I saw that video was kind of like, I want to start doing stuff more like that, where you're doing something other than just sitting down talking about a product, but you're showing the product and what it could do or it could be, but also just like being really entertaining as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Josh is in a whole different world. Um, he's an incredible filmmaker. So I think that helps like with his YouTube channel and he's a very creative thinker. So his, his is, he's, he's in his own league of like YouTube review stuff. And I'm hoping that he starts putting out more videos again soon. But. Yeah. So he got that, he's got that new baby. So it's, it's, uh, it's taken him, uh, uh, you know, off the consistency a little bit, which is understandable, but yeah, his, his videos are amazing. His videos are amazing. Yeah, but then you got like Gene and potato jet where it's like, I don't care what video he's doing. I'm watching his video every week because it's, he's just, a yeah. fun person to watch. And I feel like with through like humor and comedy, you start to really like the person more than the videos necessarily. And that's kind of something that you have to build as like a, almost like a brand where you have to kind of consistently keep that um, like pattern going 
to get, I don't know, to like kind of establish that as like a, you're a fun person to watch. So, yeah. And I get what you're saying when it comes, especially those two individuals in particular, you know, over with Josh over at a make art. Now I love how he incorporates the gear review into an actual like story and real world use. Um, and then with potato jet, he just works it into like his daily kind of vlog and, and humor yeah. in his day, which is great because, you know, something that I was thinking about and I like, it, it definitely has held me back from getting back at the consistency of making like gear reviews and tutorials because they've gotten kind of stagnant. Like I don't want to make a, a, you know, a video on a piece of gear and just sit right here and talk about it. You know, like it would be so much funner to make something with it and to tell the story of how that piece of gear, you know, made whatever you're making mm -hmm. even better. But you brought up a good point about how like your channel is your channel and you can kind of make whatever you want with it. So how do you feel? Do you think you'll always stick with kind of what you're doing now? Or do you feel locked into that? Or do you feel if, if something were to spark your interest, you could totally transition? Yeah, I could. I mean, I, I don't feel locked in. I mean, I'm at 32 videos right now, so I'm not like super locked in on exactly what I want to do. It's uh, I, I do kind of want to, I wouldn't say steer away from like Sony's EV1 stuff, but I definitely want to start incorporating more than just that because those videos are just like on my channel, they're just constantly being the top viewed stuff. So it's like, I don't want to stop that either. But, um, but yeah, it, it's just kind of, I feel like sometimes the videos I do where I put a lot of like time into and make them fun are not necessarily the cert most searchable thing. So they're not getting a ton of views, mm -hmm. but it's, uh, it's something that I need to like learn how to do more. And, and that's why I like this, this last video I did was on the a 6400. So I was like, I need to make them searchable videos and put more time into like making them fun. Um, which is, you know, it's tough to do as a week around, like a week turnaround. So, um, and especially with that camera, like it, you know, when you, you can fill up a SD card so quick with stuff. And, uh, so it's not like I can sit on a project for a month working on it. Cause it's just like, I don't have the space on the card or frankly, my computer even. So, um, just cause those things are data hogs for sure. So. It is a tough balance, right? Because I mean, you start a YouTube channel and you want to grow your channel, right? It's a measure of success and that you're on the right track and you're making something other people enjoy, but you also want to like have fun and make what you want to make. So it's definitely a fine balance and it's, it's great to see that you're navigating that balance and being able to, to figure it out. Uh, what, what kind of benefits and, 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 uh, experiences have you enjoyed from deciding to start a channel and, you know, just going at it and being consistent. I think a lot of people get held back. They they see what kind of benefits can come. So what have you enjoyed? Well, I mean, a lot of, honestly, it's just like the connections with people is like the best part about YouTube is. That's yeah, like the number whether, one answer I get. <laughs> whether it's like comments or you just meeting certain people. And um, like right when I started this channel too, I, I, there was a thing that came about where like Gene from uh, Potato Jet had an event out in Indiana for like a IPA release for his kind of like former dog. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, my wife can't come with cause she had to work. So I'm just going to drive out to Indiana or Indiana by myself. So I left at like, I don't know, three in the morning, four in the morning, something like that. So it's like a seven hour drive for myself. And I got out there and it was a, a fun like brewery, uh, met some amazing people, met a bunch of different YouTubers as well. Um, but then like Gene himself, it just like became friends with him a bit. And, uh, you know, we follow each other on like Instagram and stuff like that. And, uh, sends me messages every now and then with like, he actually was at Josh's studio a couple weeks or like a month ago. 
and him and Josh sent me like a cool video. I was talking about like a music video I shot for a client using Josh's like uh, color lots, his uh, Blade Runner lots. So I was kind of like, I just opened my phone and you just see this video from them. You're like, that's fun. That's awesome. Uh, you know, and then like I met Paul. Paul uh, Paul saw one of my videos for, um, oh, that's a loud noise. Paul saw one of my videos for my like power station, which is off to the side, can't see it. Um, and, and that was kind of one of those videos too, where I didn't want to just do a video on power station. So uh, it was the first snow in Minneapolis or Minnesota that at that day. So I was like, well, I'm going to make a funny video where I'm going to do like a bunch of shots of me snowblowing the driveway. And I'm going to put Hawaiian music over it. Cause why not? That's funny. And then uh, start the video from there. And I don't know, it's just something that happened outside externally that you're like, I want to bring this as my beginning of my video, you know, and it might be one of those things where the first 30 seconds people see that and they're like, click, they click off. But the people who stayed watching it, it's like, that's who you're doing it for anyway. So um but yeah, I just like met Paul and he's me and him text like all the time um, about different video ideas. And sometimes I'll finish my video, send it to him, kind of be like, is this good? Like, should I do something different? And you get kind of like other outside connections once you build that to where it like ultimately helps your channel um, or even like their channel. And and what I what I kind of always like said is like trying to like join like a, a like a ring of people that you want to be in either in or like start a new ring where you can kind of have that like trust confidence between everyone where you're kind of doing like a promotions for, you know, each one of those. And like, I don't like self-promoting myself too much. I just, it feels weird sometimes to self-promote yourself, but it's really nice when people that you're in like the little circle with promotes you as well. So yeah, it's definitely kind of like a fine little balance of that. And you, you'll see that with like, you know, you have like Donna and Chris and Becky and, uh, McKinnon and Chris Howe, like that's like that's their little circle, and they're constantly bringing each other in their videos, and that's kind of what I wanted to start building over here too, is like a new circle, whether it's with people like that or new people like Paul and Dobo and yeah, all those guys. You know, it's it's great to make that that connection in the creative community and to help support each other and build each other up. And I, I you know, me and Paul were talking about this about how it's just great to find people creators that are kind of in the at the same point in their creative journey as you. And you can kind of help support each other, build each other up, you know, keep them motivated and going. And that's definitely like an important aspect of the creative community is to be supportive of others that, you know, are doing exactly what you're doing. Because we all know how difficult it can be at times as a solo creator, you know, sitting in your bedroom making videos. <laughs> it can be it yep. can be difficult sometimes. <laughs> like I'm just glad that I have my wife to help me do some stuff. And like she's in vet school, so most of the year she's just like like she would have been working at, from home because uh the university of minnesota obviously didn't have any classes this year but she's like you know be up at seven in the morning and then go to bed at like three in the morning so it's like i i'd never got help for a lot of the stuff so you're relying on tripods and sliders and like if any one of your friends is available which seems to be you know sometimes tough to get but uh so like right now in the summer she's not at school so i'm taking full advantage of that and like let's go do as many videos as we can where I can get like a second hand and um because you know like people like Paul and stuff they're they live in Florida and I live in Minnesota so it's not like we can just go hang out real quick and shoot some videos. Um there's not like a ton of Minnesota creators up here that at least that I'm aware of. Um I guess if you're a Minnesota creator leave a comment in this video, right? Yeah, yeah. Go find yeah. Go help I know there's, Kyle. there's one there's, uh, there's one creator in Minnesota named like Chris Antoinette, I think her name is. Oh um, yeah, her videos are great. Yeah, she's kind of the same thing where it's like you want to put like a storyline in a video 
into the gear. And I think that's maybe kind of becoming a trend now. I think honestly, since like Josh Yo did that, everyone wants to do that now where they kind of like, cause a lot of people just kind of feel like they get in a rut when they just do gear videos all the time and they want to like start a second channel and start a vlog stuff. And it's like, well, you can do both in one. You just have to be kind of creative with it and add them together. And, you know, I guess if you're trying to do a travel video, that might be different, but like, if you want to make creative content, look what Peter Lindgren's doing. Like same deal. Like he does all those like rivals and then he does the behind the scenes of the rivals. And that's, that's the content balance that you get from that. And I mean, heck even, even Peter McKinnon, right? Like when he first started, it was in his bedroom or little office space in his house, making those like what we consider like stagnant gear reviews now, because it's just like, you're just sitting there talking about a piece of gear but that's really how he started. It's nowhere to where he's at now, but you look at his channel and it's definitely transitioned to more storytelling with the gear and even not even, not even gear related videos any anymore at all. He's transitioned and made videos about whatever he's interested in. And I think that goes to show you there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you can go ahead yeah. and do that oh, with I your feel, channel. I feel like for him, for sure. Like he started doing gear videos, but really you fell in love with him, not right. the video. Right. Cause he's just so dang eccentric. Like I can't even like, if I sit down, I'm like, all right, I got to be like Peter McKinnon. You just like, you feel kind of weird doing all these like over the top things. And that's just not it's me. So I'm like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to be trying to be McKinnon, but it's nice that he's just so dang eccentric, like eccentric. And that's something that I feel like you need in videos at times. And like, I watch my videos back sometimes. I'm just like, God, I feel, I feel kind of boring here. And I gotta, I gotta like liven it up next time. And we're our own uh, worst critic. Sometimes the comedy comes in is yeah, oh for sure, yeah. Like I still see my videos sometimes, and I'm like, ah, like why can't this look like you know Hollywood or something like that? And it's you know, and sometimes you feel like I got the gear. Why isn't it looking great? And but then all the comments you get are like, oh, this looks super awesome and super high quality, and you're like. Feel like I could do better, but yeah, your your uh your special effects and your latest videos with the Back to Future car disappearing, good stuff, man. Yeah, <laughs> story blocks, man. Probably was that story blocks? Video, right? Was that story blocks? So if you want, oh wow, some of that, some of the stuff is story blocks. Um, a couple were some from somewhere I found. I get found some like Back to the Future. Uh, God, what was it? Uh, the little like orange bloom in front of the car that's kind of going over. And a couple of the little things that kind of come over the top was something that someone made specifically for like a back to the future effect. But then like all the other stuff, the time jumps, the lightning and the fire, that's all just like story box clips and stuff. I had no idea. That's awesome. So I, I, hearing all those ads and people's videos, they actually story blocks actually is good. Oh yeah. <laughs> it actually oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's funny that like story blocks is one of those funny things too. Like when I did that Duluth video, I got up there and it was really windy uh, there's signs all over there, like no drone flying, even though on the air map, it said it was fine. I'm like, you know what? I remember seeing one on Storyblocks. I'll just download that when I get home. Uh, and funny stories, I got home and I'm like, I'm doing a video from the fall and in that place, everything is orange and green and yeah. red. And and I get home and I look at the Storyblox. It's like, oh crap, it's summer. Like everything's green. doesn't look at all like what I was standing in. So I just like brought it into like Final Cut and was like, let's just see if I can like change some hues around and, you know, type down a couple of the trees and moved it down to the orange. And I was like, no one would tell no one would have any clue that that was story blocks. So that's great. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking at that platform, it's, it's worth it every now and then to buy and you can always start and stop. So, well, Kyle, I would love to hear what is the end goal, man? What's the overall, you know, goal with the channel and where do you see it going? Where do you want it to go? 
I mean, I, I, I don't feel like I have necessarily a goal and I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but, uh, I just want to keep doing it because it's, it's something that keeps me occupied and, um, I, I just love creating and whether it's music or not. And like the studio thing is definitely or like recording studios have at least for the last year not been super busy because a lot of bands are actually just like not doing anything right now They're I thought for sure, like being shows and everything would stop. it would be like, we're going to be busy as heck and we'll be recording bands all the time. And bands kind of just took hiatuses. So my creative juices just weren't getting like uh, fulfilled in, in that side of it. So um, since then I've been doing a lot of stuff with YouTube and that just like helps a lot. It keeps me kind of just having fun instead of having like a boring day job or at least they have like something to look forward every week. And I don't know, it, it, like YouTube doing videos like brings you different places and I've definitely gone to different places I wouldn't have gone before and did different things that are kind of outside of my comfort zone with just to like get, get a shot or something like that. So uh, yeah. it's fun. It's, it's more than, I mean, it can be whatever you want it to be. It's YouTube. So. I think that's, that's important to realize that there doesn't necessarily need to be an end goal. Like the journey in itself can be the goal, right? Like, like you said, it, it definitely helps you get out of your comfort zone a little bit and, and to try new things. So I think the journey in itself can be the goal and there doesn't need to be like an end destination where you want the channel to go. So, I mean, it's like, you know, obviously you want to have a channel with 5 million subscribers. Do I think that'll ever happen? Probably not. But I mean, you ask the people like McKinnon, you know, they never thought they were going to be where they are. And if you would have asked them a goal, they would have thought you were crazy for saying something like that. So it it is what it is. You know, all I want to do is just be who I am as a creator obviously you're going to get influences from certain people and you're going to see certain things. You're like, I want to do that. But it's, uh, you want people to, to like your channel for you and you don't want to be McKinnon or, you know, whatever the case is. I mean, I, I want to be successful like McKinnon, but, um, you always want to kind of stay true to yourself. And that's one thing that I've always just constantly been like, do it, do you. Well, the channel's amazing, man. It's absolutely amazing. Anybody listening should definitely go subscribe and follow along on your journey because your videos are, are, I mean, not only do you learn a lot, but the quality of the production of them really is top, top notch. And I see it as, you know, Hollywood grade, like you said, you got all the gear, man, and, and you're producing high quality content. So if anybody wants to follow along on your journey and watch your videos and, and consume all the content you're putting out there, what are all the things on all the things that people can follow you on? Well, I mean, I'm on like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the usual stuff. They're, most of them are just going to be like at Kyle Watts. Um, I think there's one thing I have that's not that because I couldn't get the name. <laughs> I can't remember what, which one that was right off. But yeah, Twitter and Twitter and Instagram is mostly what I'm doing. Um, I recently just did a like photo photo series. And so I'm starting to kind of up my Instagram a little bit. And I just use all the photos I did for one of my videos in my Instagram shoot. So that's kind of Awesome, man. Well, all that will be linked down in the show notes and the description of the podcast if you guys want to go check it out. And I will find whatever thing doesn't have your normal name. And we'll link that down in the show notes too for everybody. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. But Kyle, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on the show. I think everybody will learn a lot from this interview. So I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this conversation with Kyle. Kyle's a great guy who makes great content. And you definitely have to go check it out, especially if you shoot stuff with cameras. If you're doing photos, videography, anything with audio, go check out Kyle's channel. You're going to learn a ton. It's fantastic. 
Well, as always, I appreciate your guys' support and listening. If you're listening in the Apple Podcast Player or Spotify, make sure you follow the pod- podcast, leave a review in Apple, give this video a thumbs up, do all that stuff, and I'll see you guys next week.